This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Flip on the telly, wrestle with Jimmy. Something is bubbling behind my back. The bottle is ready, ready to blow. I fucked it up. And then, don't, 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 say it ain't so. Whoa, whoa. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. Wow. Wow. I'm so. I my talents never cease to amaze me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, like this, you weren't pre- prepared with that song. No. You, I, I just for the record, you asked me 45 seconds ago. 100. percent Unbelievable. And I even did like that. Yeah. I had the wah wah pedal. You're not even looking at the lyrics. Like I remember what the tune is. You're kind of like the production of yeah, the song. I remember is the alive. quality. <laughs> I'm so. Greta, you're fucking amazing. <laughs> okay, this that was Say It Ain't So by Weezer, obviously. Duh, I mean, everyone knows that fucking banger. The year's 2001, okay? And to get us in the mood for my guest today, that I'm turns out is probably my cousin we're sort <laughs> yeah, of uncovering. Um, I thought that to get us in the mood for 2001, because I had so much fun doing this in last week's episode, I'm going to talk about the food trends. <laughs> Of 2001, because I'm hungry. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna. This is gonna be from a smattering of sources, S- and I'm not gonna click, and, and I'm not gonna open them up. I'm oh, just God, gonna please. read. Yeah, let Google summarize. Yeah. Okay. So here's starting with delish.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not funny at all. But this sentence I need to read. Um, as we discussed before recording, you graduated in spring of 2001, pre 9 11. But this is saying that after the country suffered from one of its worst disasters on September 11, 2001, Americans turned to meatloaf, chicken pot pie, and macaroni <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> A sort of nationalistic surge <laughs> yeah. in comforting in comfort foods. whiteness yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Pre-freedom fries. Yes. We were just we were baking pie, flaky crusts yes. and just putting stews and chicken. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um next Fatting us up for war. I, it, yeah. Yeah. Um next, according to insider.com, 2001 was the year, quote. Cupcakes stole the hearts of Americans. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of tracks. Like, I feel like when I first visited New York in, like, New York City in 2002, let's say. Like, as, like, I'm a college kid. Magnolia had exploded. Like, it was, the West Village was... Bursting at the ...owned by Magnolia, exactly. And, you know, Magnolia also featured in Sex and the City, which... Anything featured in that show at that time... 
popping off. I don't know what your your timing is different, but I like don't feel like Sex in the City like trickled down to what even my female friends in high school were talking about. I guess no, it was, because it was like it, they were. It was like slightly too old. Right, 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 right. But like I see now the cultural implications of the show. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it impacted my mother. Like, my mom was watching these women. My mom clearly was older than these women. But there was something so aspirational about, like, their experience of New York City. Right. That I think it was like, oh, like, the single cupcake from Magnolia. Like, I want to be that girl wearing, like, the dress and a, and a necklace, like, with my cupcake. <laughs> right. The girls I, I went mean? to high school with were not, like, dreaming about working at ad agencies yet. They were like, no, I want to get, like, fucked by a lacrosse player in a yeah, field Yeah, I was going to say, day. they were more, like, busting it open for, like, <laughs> J.T. Chazay or whatever the fuck his last name is. J.T. Chazay. What was his name? J.C. Chazay. Yeah, get yeah. off my fucking back, Debbie. <laughs> you know, like, Jesus Christ, I'm Well, jet-lagged. I think you're bringing in a, like, a, a Justin Timberlake energy into yeah. that. A little Jonathan Taylor Thomas, which J.T. Is younger, Timble- yeah. Tom. Okay, that's who everyone wanted to fuck. And the last thing I'm going to say is... The biggest trend, according to bizbash.com, okay, that um, Asian-inspired foods became huge in 2001. (laughs) Trying to remember how that trickled down into my senior year experience, whether I was finding... Whether I was riding the waves of the food trends in a way that felt present. Eating Um, cupcakes, having Thai food. hmm, Sushi? I don't. I, I don't think I. I didn't have Thai food till college. So, but really? I guess I actually I had Thai food the fall of two thousand one. And for you the first remember? Time, I was like, these more than just inspired Asian foods are really um, taking hold of the, my heart and mind. I remember yeah. the first time I had Thai food. Like that's beautiful. It was my second week of college. And where were you? I was in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, so, sort of my first time in a big city. Yeah, uh, huge and city. A like older kid invited me out like he's like oh there's this alumni guy visiting dude we're gonna go for Thai food and I was just like sure yeah I know what that is I definitely know how to order and, and what'd I th- you get you got you had to get that pad thai yeah I definitely did pad thai and I like saw that there were like spring rolls on the menu which I'd like so you knew I, I'd you seen knew. I'd heard yeah. I understood what I was getting so um but I was like the sauce is so good. And some might say that day changed your life. It did. It it's, did. I mean, you remember it. September 10th, 2001. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, this is everything's different now. Oh, God. And where, you know what? The, the real question is, though, where were we before? Yeah. Before you had Thai food for the yeah. first time. Where were we when you were a senior in high school? Who are we? Because, sure. you know, the, the, my my audience doesn't know who you are. Of course. Um, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe some. No, no, maybe, I mean. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> I mean, I mean, who's this no-name random <laughs> yeah. I brought on my pocket? It's civilian mean, week here on yeah, Senior Superlatives. Senior yeah. We bring nobodies we find on the streets of Silver Lake <laughs> to tell us about their high school experiences. No, I mean, I haven't introduced you yet in this episode. Um, so here's the thing. We're in Southboro, Massachusetts. Yes. Suburb of Boston. Mm-hmm. It's 2001. And we're Max Silvestri. We're me, yeah. <gasps> Max Silvestri. That's where I was. Max. What's up? What's How up? was it? so nice it? to see you. I'm so happy to have you on my show because I like, you're kind of checking all of the boxes for the person we talk the most shit on it, on this Great. podcast. I love that I've walked into this. Well, you're, you're straight. Mm-hmm. You're white. Yeah. You're traditionally good looking. Thank you. You're giving me, even though I don't know, again, people need to know. 
I don't know anything, okay? You're giving me I did play a sport. Interesting. You know? Wow. And I'm and I and I'm not thinking it's I'm here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say my predictions for the episode about who you were and then I want to be proven wrong. Okay? okay, great. This is fun. I like this. Okay, I you were definitely a good student. Yes. I know that you got good grades. You know what? I'm going to let you do the whole okay, thing and then I'm going to respond. I, I want to hear the whole thing. Here's what I think. You're a good student, but you were one of those annoying people that like didn't have to try hard. You just like understood tests. You know what I mean? You could like, uh, yeah, SAT is like perfect boards, no big deal, whatever, fine. Annoying, honestly. You you good reading comprehension. Annoying. Okay. Um, weren't very stressed. I don't think you're a very stressed teen. I feel like you definitely like drank alcohol, but you weren't like annoying. You weren't sloppy, but you definitely drank. You probably did some embarrassing stuff, but whatever. I'm Thinking that you had like one serious high school girlfriend, um, you definitely had sex in high school. I'm thinking that you were probably like a floater. You were probably like liked by a lot of people, but your tribe was like it leaned bro. And I'm also thinking you played a sport. It wasn't two things. Okay, you could either have been the like guy that like ran cross country. Which, like, would be disappointing because I want it to be a little bit more toxic. Sure. So I think that <laughs> I think that you played baseball. Okay? It's not – you didn't play basketball. Maybe you tried in middle school, but you weren't good. And you didn't play football. And, again, maybe you tried in middle school, but you were too – I'm sorry, petite. Mm-hmm. Um, in a nice way. In a body, in a body mass way. Sure, I'm you six know feet, I mean? yeah. Yeah, but – you know, like not yeah, bulky. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking linebacker. You Absolutely, know, yeah. you could be a tight end. Thank you. So maybe you did. And um, what else? I'm thinking you drove like some kind of an SUV <laughs> that was like maybe like yeah. na- blue, maybe a hundred green. Maybe had Eddie Bauer interior, <laughs> like a Grand Cherokee. Like kind of yeah, like a Grand sure. Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. Mm, yeah, and you and you probably liked like uh like. You know, alt rock, mm-hmm. alt rock. Maybe, maybe you would dabble with some rap. Like maybe you dabble with Jay Z or something like that. But that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. Wow, that was. Um, I, I just feel like energy waves washing <laughs> over me, and like <laughs> it really was incredible to. I mean, to be honest, like you got a lot of points on the board oh! there. So let's let's walk through. Okay. I think the ways in which you were right. Okay. Um, I, I was like good at school, yeah, and it wasn't. Like in high school, at least, like didn't yeah. have to work super hard. See, so I was knew it. Like chill in the way in that I wasn't like a type A. Right. I'm, you know, like like your friends were having mental breakdowns, and you were like, "It's really not that big of a deal. I don't understand why it's so hard. I did this in like 45 minutes." Yeah, like homeworks for dorks. Just like yeah. you know, it's, it's like it's, do it and move do on. it. Um, I was sort of a floater in the sense that like I was friends with more groups of people than I had like close friends mm-hmm. or a single tribe um that I, I liked alt rock you know like mm-hmm. we started with weezer i had a classic i like kind of discovered like zeppelin 70s boomer sure, stuff as well cream you know but then a lot of the other stuff was, was pretty wrong <gasps> okay. um so let's go through, let's go through the what ways. was wrong um not an athlete at all at all and in, in a like in a failed way like I managed the soccer and basketball teams like was basically the water boy 
Um, I was the manager for my high school basketball team just so I could fuck my boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, was he? Was you were the manager for the basketball male team. basketball yeah, yeah, team? Yeah. And he was on the basketball team, oh. so I could do it so that I could travel with them and fuck him. Well, that's not why I was <laughs> doing it. So a lot of my high school experience, which is relevant to this, was defined by the school I went to. Um, we had required sports. Mm. Like you couldn't not do them. And when you- Every got, semester? Every, so like three semesters or whatever, you had to do a sport. When you became a junior, one semester you were allowed to like do a play or take like a recreational like weightlifting or like tennis, like not a sport. Can we just put a pin in this really sure. quickly? Recreational weightlifting yes. for teens? Yes. I mean, it was it was basically just like, you don't want to play a sport. Right. You've now kind of like earned the privilege to like do something else from three right. to five every day. So it was just like, um, just kids hanging out in like a gym room that they had. It wasn't like... <laughs> There wasn't a coach that was like okay, we're focusing on like shoulders. Deadlifts. Yeah, there was like three, you know, brain dead kids that did know what they were doing and were like trying creatine. And then it was like a lot of kids, like more like me, maybe like kind of wandering around, like touching equipment and like stair mastering for five minutes and like talking about Clockwork Orange or whatever. I would like a television show that's only set in like the uh, high like, school yeah. weight room. And yeah. like that's it. It's just like <laughs> we never leave the weight room. We're not sure if the characters do either. Yeah, like it's just sort of like it. this is their whole biosphere <laughs> or whatever. Um, so like I the school because it was like not a, that big a school um, it was I think maybe three 350 total or something. Oh, wow. Small. That is small. It's small. Like, had, was really defined, like, almost everybody, I mean, you had to do sports, but, like, it made that the social circles were, like, it was kind of the sports kids. Right. And there was really nothing else. So I, like, was in this weird place where I had to try to fit in with these kids and was, like, a pretty inauthentic version of myself mm. just to, like, get along with mm -hmm. the, like, bro or, bro -er, like, lacrosse soccer kids yeah that's that was like peak like rapey bro culture i would say it was like yeah. i think the people from my generation not my school specifically but my generation then went to broy colleges and had some of the most famous yes campus assault incidents like i feel like a lot of rules were rewritten because of actions by people of exactly my age in, in their late teens and early I think 20s that, the, that whole Duke scandal. Yeah. It was like, happened right after I went to school. It was happening concurrently where they were like yeah. looking at like, what is, you know, what is the campus fraternity culture and like, you know, like in the way in which we're like enabling men to blah, blah, blah. So it was people that were being primed yes. to go off and have, and also like I went to, so we should set this stage. Yes. I like, I was like from modest me went to public school my yes. whole life. My parents like had like a construction business they were doing that. Are went you at Italian? Oh my dad, my dad, my dad's I Italian. Yeah, and he's in the construction business, honey. We I mean, love come on, that. Do the math. Do the math. Um, <laughs> he had like uh, he was older, and he had like basically went bankrupt, and we moved to like Massachusetts to live with like a relative and kind of like re. But my mom like got a temp job, and we were sort of like restarting. That's intense. Yeah, it was. In like so, we moved from Pennsylvania to after fourth grade, to Massachusetts. And this school uh, that I went, St. Mark's, was like just in the town. So I'm going to like a public school, but like there's this big, beautiful, straight out of school ties, 
like Tudor building green lawn like thing like my, at the like, center jack off fantasy it kind of like was for my dad in yeah. a way that like he had no he like went to college on the gi bill my mom didn't graduate college till she was like 40 something like she had to she went back and finished i mean amazing that your mom finished college it was incredible yeah she did it while i think i was in high school okay right before okay mrs silvestri yeah, shout badass. out um but this like thing loomed really large of like, that seems like a much better place to go and that this is like a dream factory or whatever. So my parents like figured it out and, you know, took out dangerous personal loans and got some scholarship stuff. And I like got into there for high school, but private school and the type of kids that come to like a boarding school it was 80% boarding, but I wasn't, I like lived three miles away, Right, was really like jarring, jarring. And I like you know, you're in ninth grade, you're barely fitting in wherever you are, even if you're with your people. But this was like, these are kids like from all over the country yeah. and from like, took me a while to figure it out, but from like a lot of money. When you're all yeah. in ugly khakis, you like don't quite Somehow know. it's like, it's like it, it uh, neutralizes everything. The, uh, yeah, it's sort of let, where you're khaki. like, I don't know, we're all like, we all have zits and are confused. Yeah, and like shit. So like, I don't actually realize that you like are from like generational wealth right. and you're like a Pulitzer. You're like a Mayflower like, descendant. Literally, and that these people, that they were like aware of that and also like aware of a future that would happen after, that, that kind of like yeah. this didn't matter, like they were already sort of set up for stuff and I was just kind of like. The I'm, virtue of being born into privilege. Yeah. So, so I was like, God, why do these kids party and fuck around so much? Like don't, don't they know how expensive this is? Or like, yeah. what could happen if you get kicked out? But like, no, they're like, no, honey, I'll blow these lines and <laughs> exactly. like get blackout, and I'm still gonna go to fucking pen. Exactly. Um. So I was like a little bit like I think I overcompensated trying to like fit in in this new like vibe that was like a lot of kids that had gone to private school earlier and like knew how to play like lacrosse and mm. field hockey and all these things I'd like never even seen, and they like. You know, it was it was like a very preppy, broy, like we're all kind of samesies. Yeah. And um I visually am samesies, as we talked about at the top. Like in in terms of like, yeah, I was like a a white straight local kid or whatever. What was your hair like? It's funny you I feel like how bad my hair was is like a defining for me to how look back. <laughs> to be honest, high school deep into college. Okay. I have hair that just is sort of like almost Chucky doll-esque if nothing's done with it. It's so straight and like dry Mm. and like I have a lot of it, but it just kind of doesn't do anything naturally. It's just sort of straight, hangs down. It's like a Ryan Cabrera, (laughs) kind of. I mean, you know, if I had like cultivated something longer and like kind of been intentional. but more feathery. Exactly. or, Or even kind of like, can I swoop or like, can I, I like went to the Italian barber. Spike. My dad wasn't allowed to spike. That was a big thing. My dad was very like, no. I I so am thankful for this, but I was like, I want to peroxide my hair. Mm. I want to give me a shortcut. I want to spike that are like, now we call them frosted. But at the yeah. time it was like, it's lemon juice and yeah, hydrogen. frosted tips. Yeah. And it was like, absolutely not. You're not allowed to do that. And so I don't have any photos of me at that moment yes. of having like crispy blonde yes <laughs> little little hedgehog spikes um but can i just say 
I think this summer you should fuck around. I, you know, like you're a married man. Yeah. You're you're in love. Your life is great. You're successful. Now Now's I would actually say is the time for frosted tips. And then you do frosted tips. Do that for a week. Do full bleach for a week and then buzz it off and then you're fine. I have like at times I've seen that, you know, there's the sort of more recent trend of the like short buzz Bleach diet blonde. bleach blonde diet kind of pink vibe. and then diet blue whatever and i have been like a tr- like in younger friends i have or i'm just like that does seem fun like a fun thing to do i i have a huge head and a misshapen skull and i am i've never what buzzed do you mean a misshapen skull i like think i was dropped or something i have mm. like a real like mine gets flat here i wish mine was mine takes a turn in in a way that i finally like had a little butt it's almost like it it's like I have a little bone tail sticking Cute. out. It like is a real ridge, a real like. It's like in Shallow How. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fleshy or like, uh, like you know. Like Alexander. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you have yeah. a tail in your head. But it's just all the way up. It's a high tail. It's a pony. It's a pony It's a, pony <laughs> it's a built-in ponytail. So I finally had like someone cutting my hair a couple years ago. It was like some new person. She was like, oh, you know that like you should have people cut around this because like if you cut it too short, the way the light falls on this and your silhouette, like it really, I was like, oh, okay, now you've really gotten this offhand remark. They're like, so if you cut it the wrong way, you're going to be very ugly. You're going to get, you're going to be We're barely managing to, you know, differentiate you from like (laughs) the starting character in a video game character generator. Um, But- I so imagine a kid who is over pert plussing his hair twice a day and letting it dry with no product. So mm. just sort of a straight yes. um, frizz, frizz, kind of like a helmet, yes. not getting haircuts often enough. Mm. Um, kind of thinking shagginess is like, you know, there was this sort of like preppy but like shaggy aesthetic that oh, was yeah. cool. To, it's kind of like this blurred out guy here. Yes, li- yeah, like that sort of like, like oh, it's like a... Well, it was very, um, like when the boys would wear like backwards hats and it would like flip oh, out. Oh my, the little curls. Yeah. Out of, yes, like that's what I think I imagined I looked like. Yeah. But truly, I um, think I looked more like a, uh, like a... Like a like a like a scene in like uh, a, a West Memphis Trio documentary where it's like an accused child molester is getting interviewed after too much time in prison, so it's just kind of like, oh, what's how are you cutting your hair or styling? Yes. That was like my my look for like. So I thought I was like, well, I've got this like I was kind of growing sideburns out. Mm. That was like I didn't really have a facial hair situation, so but you I was just like, get them long. Just want to get them and thick. <laughs> and, and thick. <laughs> I want to be able to rest glasses on them. So it. I feel like that kind of, um, and how I'm like a very fair-skinned person. So just the general like paleness and Mm. redness of like an adolescent pale kid with like a big- Head of hair. Big head of hair and who doesn't know how to wear, not that I was stylish in middle school. I didn't know what to do with the dress code. What what was your go-to? What was the signature? So basically our rules were we didn't have like a uniform. It wasn't at least like, well, we're all- given this blazer or something. Oh, yeah. I went to, I did my freshman year of high school at Choate, which is, you know, a crazy boarding school. And I, even though I grew up going to private school, I even felt fish out of water in boarding school there because I was like, this is a whole different ballgame of kids that we're dealing with. And like knew how to navigate that and like 
Yeah, I just like I was very not equipped because like I grew up in DC. So for me Fashion capital. Famously. Yeah, halls of power, fashion power. You know, everybody calls it the most fashionable city in the (laughs) US. Um, And I will say the dress code, I remember it was just so complicated where it was like khakis, no denim, can wear corduroys, no shorts after no shorts after like October, some oh. fucking arbitrary date, like <laughs> October 15th. Sure, or something. classic. No. Come Columbus Day, we all go long legged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Yeah. Like collared shirts. Yep. Uh, sweater, nothing could have branding on it. it like, yep. Y- you could have like a polo, but it couldn't be like. You couldn't say like I couldn't wear my Supreme. Right, 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 right. Whatever was it? This is that. It was pretty much. It was. It was the same and like, but it was uh, like, yeah, no denim and collars for for. I guess you, if you had like a nice sweater, you could get away with it. But yeah. I feel like I just wore like ill-fitting, not Brooks Brothers, because that at least a, a implies a certain like. Probably like ill-fitting, like Marshalls mm-hmm. collared shirts, mm-hmm. one or two pairs of just like beaten to shit, like thick, dark tan, kind of denim khakis, mm-hmm. you know, like the kind of American Eagle sort yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. these are so heavy yeah. and they're like fraying. Um, like and... it's really fraying at the back. Oh remember, my God, yes. Remember when the back of your pants in the snow yes. would get like fucking disgusting? Exactly, yes. Um, yeah, like it's just, I, I feel like I would wear them into the ground and wear like, you could get away with like not flashy sneakers, mm. so I wore like gray New Balances. That's and you know what? They're back ahead of your time. I know, I know. Um, but I feel like I was always like this feeling of like God is if a teacher's not around or if it's lunch, I'm like popping the top, opening my collared shirt to reveal an ugly T-shirt underneath. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't like I was a um, swan underneath all these like yeah. feathers that needed to molt. I was just like a different type of sloppy kid yeah. that like didn't have enough. Like, you know, like, oh, I've got a t- black T-shirt with, like, a, a smiley face with, like, a, but it's, like, three eyes. It's an alien. You know, like, the worst <laughs> clothes or whatever. I just. I was in love. When I was a freshman, I was in love with a senior who would do that same thing. He'd, like, open up his shirt, like, around lunch. And it would always be, like, a dashboard confessional shirt. Oh, and, like, or something. Or, or, like, to talk about Matt Rogers' episode, like, a Jack's mannequin shirt or, like, something <laughs> like that. And I would be like, oh, my God, he's so hot. <laughs> and he's, like, cool. Because yeah. he's revealing like, his fuck. tape. <laughs> he's so fucking hot. <laughs> so I never. So I was just sort of this like, like, luckily did not have vanity about it. I wasn't right. walking around feeling like, why can't I figure this out? Did I, you feel hot? No, I felt like pretty inv- invisible. Not in mm-hmm. like I, I was social with people and I was like outgoing and like technically friends with the cool kids, but like. I kind of felt like romantically not on the board in high school. I was like the first kid in our class to have a girlfriend like freshman year. We dated for like two months and kissed once. Like it was real like we, okay. we don't know what we're doing. Right. We, we kissed. How, was the kiss closed mouth or was it tonguey? It was tonguey. And where was it? It was outside her dorm on a curb after talking for like three hours when clearly she's just like, we're, we're out here like – 
Yeah. Kiss me. What are we doing? You know, yeah, like, like, please, for the love of God, I have nothing else to say. This, yeah. Um, there's, I haven't experienced enough life to possibly connect with you on a like <laughs> verbal or intellectual level for this long. I am evacuated. I'm, I'm 14 of- <laughs> years old. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I just like clearly like w- w- couldn't handle that. Like we kind of like just sort of faded away mm. over winter break. And then I didn't have a girlfriend till college. And I was a <gasps> so I was wrong. Through. Yeah. So yeah. you were a virgin all of high school. Yeah. Wow. And not even in a way of like, I, there was a girl my senior year. This um, we called it sixth form because mm. it was like that boarding school thing. There was and a, you were on the trimester system. I noticed. Yeah, I guess. Well, we had three sports seasons. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if we had three school. I guess we did. But I, there was a girl that I thought was like I finally met like an alt girl that's mm. like we were in math class together and she was like a new like transfer from somewhere and didn't have a lot of other friends and felt like weird and into like indie rock right. and like I was like this kind is of like my your person. manic pixie dream girl sort of yeah, yeah who like is great at calculus as well and sexy and sexy and I was just like she's different she doesn't like go by the value systems here and she's kind <laughs> and like in a way of like she's like badass and then I asked her to prom not we hadn't like we were just like hanging out and talk we'd like talk on the phone and stuff and we're like um i asked her to prom and she was like oh no i'm going with like this sophomore kid like sam whoever who was truly like a six foot three tan soccer (laughs) mouth breathing dildo like not even like i don't like athletes like truly like full dummy in a way that was like oh yeah right and then the whole thing got shattered yeah and it was like oh yeah we like like non-verbally have sex in the woods, you know, like yeah. every like every other night. Like, and that's why I'm fine not having friends here or whatever, because just sure. like he just like knocks the back of my head off and like doesn't <laughs> want to talk about calculus. Because I'm books. getting wrecked by a <laughs> yeah. little sophomore. I'm very the, fulfilled. I love the yeah. way we talk about, you know, sci-fi or whatever. I come to you for my like <laughs> yeah. intellectual needs exactly. and I go to him to get dicked down. Exactly. Um and so I ended up taking a like still a, a good friend, but like a, a girl to prom who was dating someone else, <laughs> but was like, no, we can like go to prom as friends. <laughs> but she was also younger, so I like brought her to prom. Was she dating someone in her grade? No, yeah, yeah, who like wasn't going to prom, you know, because it was like right. seniors could invite. It was like a formal I, thing. I kind of love the forward the uh, the the forward thinking of that relationship that she could go to her boyfriend and be like hey so Max asked me to prom and like as friends and I just want to go I like I think for a long time I just kind of like cataloged it as like oh what does that say about me that he was like right. oh yeah of course go with sure, go with Max. sure yeah, yeah. He, he must have thought you were so non-threatening yeah but You know, she had given me perspective because we, like, became better friends when we both lived in New York, like, years later. She, I think that she might have, like, liked me to be, like, more. She, like, dressed up and, like, you know, might have liked me to be, like. We're like, hey. Yeah, yeah. But um, I I didn't take that initiative. Well, she probably had a crush on you. Uh, yeah, I don't, or, you know, maybe I just. So many emotions we don't say when we're teens. It's true. Were you and an I was... emotional teen? I was like not verbalizing it. I was not like erratic, nor was I like emo in a sense of like crying about my like I feel like I probably put a lot of it into like my music consumption and you know, just being like, wow, this I'm gonna listen to this song fifty times in a row. I wonder why. Yeah. You know, like not quite processing yeah. what was going on. But I was like a very like popping popping on colorblind. 
was colorblind. You know that song by the Counting Crows. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> yes. I am. It's what Reese Witherspoon loses her virginity to, to Ryan Gosling yes. in Cruel Intentions. Yes. Um, 100% that, of just being like, it's weird that this makes me feel like there's soda in my heart. I don't know why. It must just be the really good guitar part. Like, over, over, over again. Um, but I also, like, weirdly stayed friends with, like, my, like, townie friends mm. that, like, went local to the high school. And I was, like, huge, like, a big online kid. Had, like, like pre-every, I mean, this was pre-social media. I was, like, on Usenet news groups, like. What is with, that? Like, full, it was, like, kind of message boards before there was even, like, websites, what really. What would you guys talk about? Because I was, I was literally just about to ask you, you were in high school at this really interesting time in, like, the late 90s and early 1000s where it's cell phones. Like, did you have a cell phone? I don't think I had a cell phone until maybe my junior year, and it was just like when you need a ride home. Right, and it was like a Nokia brick probably or something. And yeah, it's like that feeling, like that, that feeling that I think kids now are nostalgic for, which is like, calling your friend sure, on sure. the landline and like doing weird things on the internet before the internet became what it is now. Yeah, it was like dangerous and like I would imagine not letting my kids like have unfettered <laughs> access to like, you know, just the darkest, you know, like, you know, how a 12-year-old should give herself an anal orgasm or whatever like that these sure. like this insane like hypersexualized like you can learn anything and go down any rabbit hole i my parents didn't know what the internet they just knew like i liked it and it seemed to be related to school but i was right. like ahead of the curve like calling our like cable company to see when we when cable internet would be offered in our area like That's every crazy. week like starting like 5th grade like dial up <laughs> like f- had a full life like on the internet in a way that I sort of like, because I also like, I didn't board there, but all my friends did. Right. So like I would leave at 7.30 p.m. or whatever, like do sports or my fake sports, right. eat dinner with them. Yeah. But then they would go like have to do study hall and like be in the dorm. And so they were having like whole lives. Right. And like partying and sex and sneaking out and like 2 a.m. like packing dip and having real talk, like trying to avoid getting in caught by the... And I'm just like going home and I'm like posting about like Star Wars and graphic novels and like buying really? DVDs online and like like not even realizing that who I think are my like real close friends are like truly living like crazy boarding school drama right. that I was like not aware of. And I would just like show up at breakfast the next day. And, and you'd be like, like, hey guys. Yeah. Did you, were you guys able to watch that like new Survivor or whatever? Yeah. Like, at, like not quite knowing that like, why are they so tired and why are they like, short tempered? It's because right. like, oh, we all like ran into the woods and like smoked cigarettes and right. like, you know, had like group sex or whatever. And I just like had no, I don't, I'm not saying that <laughs> happened, but it was just like, I was, I was almost like innocent to like, a lot of like that high school. Right, like, like naive to yeah. all of it. Yeah. Wait, I love that you were posting about graphic novels. Yeah. See, this is when you're proving me wrong. <laughs> so you're posting about Star Wars and graphic novels? I was like a deep, like, and I had like a part-time job, like doing like computer, like, like computer support at like my mom's company. Like, <laughs> I, so but it, I think it's actually worth, like, I think if I came in here and I was like, no, I was like, big dork outsider and like I liked weird cool stuff and I was like into Blade Runner and like I hated the jocks that would be like a more likable narrative than I like like cosplayed as like a like 
preppy, mean. I'm obsessed with that. Though. Bully to fit in at school, right? And then would like was like a nice boy that was afraid of getting in trouble and would go home and be on the internet till like one in the morning. I feel like there are a lot more of you than you think. I now feel like even watching like YA stuff or like sort of understanding that like the narrative you are presented in like whether whatever, never have I ever anything is like people are complex and that yeah. no one is actually just like an 80s movie villain of no. like. Of like being like, like knocking your books out of your hand. Be like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, like, exactly. And like, I, I think I would like see those signifiers at school and kind of assume that was every like, oh, these like hockey kids are like that. Right. They're like, the only way I can fit in is being like, I am funny and I, because I'm quick, I can be like mean. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of like, not that I was a bully, but I kind of like, that was my currency to like, not have these kids in my head turn on me. Right. You were like probably just saying more edgy things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and like, had a, like most comedians do, had like a really good memory for mm. like quotes and, you know, mm. so that like I like New Simpsons and Tommy Boy quotes or whatever. Sure. Like, that's almost the like how young boys yeah. communicate is yeah. like, it's our like little straight drag thing where it's just yeah. like a soundboard of, yeah, I mean, I feel like my in my time in high school, everyone was speaking in like anchorman terms. Exactly. God, that movie had it been out when I was in high school would have it, destroyed us. It truly like the someone quoting like what, what's that line about mahogany? Oh, like it's the Paul Rudd, like yeah, something like it's oh, Rudd mahogany. Like, yeah, whatever I, it is. Yeah. It truly like haunts me. <laughs> Like, that movie I actually don't enjoy because it just reminds me of, like, boys who fucking annoyed me. Someone cornering you at a party no. with, like, a hand around your throat to, like, repeat. Uh, there were twins that used to walk around a party oh, with God. a baseball bat and shove girls into a corner with, like, the head of it and hold the baseball bat to your neck and make out with you. And then What? yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also remember that DC, speaking of like lacrosse culture, DC is like lacrosse hub of the world. And oh yeah. That's the most menacing thing I've, like I was physically repelled while you were saying they poked, like to be poked in the chest by a bat is like one of those things that I still feel like I would be like, stop, don't touch, you know, like that's wild. I mean, when I was in eighth grade, I like was making out with my girlfriend on like camera for like three boys i thank god they were all idiot stoners yeah and it's like gone but yeah it's a bunch of that shit you know <sighs> and i mean look <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Sure, that's sure, sure. just how we metabolize <laughs> it yeah yeah and it's okay and yeah, we're fine yeah. and we're adjusted <laughs> yeah, i feel totally fine <laughs> i don't think about it every day for the last you know yeah. 20 years of my life yeah Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. 
At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, is there like a moment in high school for you that just sticks out where you're just like, whoa, that was such a time for me, such a time for me to be alive. It's just an experience I had. And then I do want to get back into asking you about what kind of IT support work you're doing <laughs> sure. for your mom's company. Sure. Um, I will say like a very like defining moment for me in high school. That was sort of like the the one time I sh- sh- took my shot, I guess, in a way that was was second week of school. Mm-hmm. So I'm like nervous to go to a new school, don't know anyone going there. Maybe there was one kid from my school, but we weren't friends and it wasn't like, Ryan, ready to do this. So it was yeah. like, I'm walking in and there's 70 kids from all over the like world. I'm dressed in clothes I don't get or whatever. New school. And I didn't quite do, realize that like most of those kids, let's say 60 out of the 70 or whatever, had already been there a week and a half living there and getting like oh, orientated because like, yeah, they were borders. Yeah, borders. So they've kind of had this like super fast trial by fire. Like they've got roommates. They have their like people that live in the hall. They've been watching TV at night, like not doing school, like playing game. Like, you know, it's like. I mean, and also a week and a half in teen time. Oh my God. Is essentially half of your life. Yeah, it felt like I was walking into like a school that two weeks ago, no one knew each other. And now there was like. A family dynamic. And like yeah. people dating. Like it, like so much <laughs> had happened. And I felt like, oh, this isn't all our first day. Right. Like you're all. I, I really felt like on my back foot twice as much as I like expected. And so one of the class, like I think first day of classes or whatever, I'm in some like, I'm in like a science class and the teacher kind of trying to be cool is like, all right, now I'm going to read the, like the roles I have of all the names on here and just say that you're here and say what you want me to call you, you know? So like if I read Victoria, but you go by Vicky, say Vicky. And then kind of as a joke, he was like, but you can pick any name you want. Like we had a kid a few years ago, like named Michael, but he said, Hammer, call me Hammer. People called him Hammer. And I don't even know if that was real, but he was just, it was almost like his spiel or whatever. So he like goes around and everyone's reading, he reads the names off, everyone says their name. I'm like in the back row, like truly like the last kid or whatever. And he's like, Maximilian, and I'm like, here, and I say, call me Shaft. <laughs> and I explained it immediately. Like, my middle name is Shaft. It's it's my really? my mom's family, this Philadelphia, like, Ukrainian family. Like, their name is S-C-H-A-F-T. Like, all my cousins are named Shaft. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's a funny word. And even then at, like... Not so Shaft. Yeah, like, the, I, like, knew... 70% that there was this cool, like, watch your mouth, Shaft yeah. thing. Never seen it. and You still have never seen no, it? No, I hadn't then. Oh, okay. But I was like, that I know was like, they have a Shaft t-shirt at, like, you know, Spencer's Gifts or right. whatever. Like, that's a thing. And I also, like, knew, like, Shaft is like a get shafted or, you know, as a dick is like, sh- I was aware. A sh- a d- a sh- the shaft of a penis. The shaft of a penis. Yes. Um, from the German meaning shaft. <laughs> so, uh, so then you explained shaft as in shaft, shaft of, of a penis. penis. <laughs> Everyone, I mean as in shaft of the penis. <laughs> Call me shaft of the Call penis. Call me shaft yeah. of the penis, please. I'm Tom Shafto penis. Um, <laughs> but I like was like, oh, it's my middle name. And, and it, the teacher just like going along with it. it was His bit was like, okay, shaft. 
So by the time it's lunch, it's sort of like as people are jumping around classes and in the like common like hang areas, it's like this like frizzy haired, you know, helmet head, helmet head kid like wants everyone to call him Shaft. And <laughs> so it was a little like some kid like it was uh, people I think reacted, but also were mostly like. What's up, Shaft? And it just, like, among those, like, 50 kids that I was just with freshman year, like, kids came later at the school. Like, still, if I get, like, a Facebook message or, like, an Instagram DM or something, it'll be like, what's up, Shaft? It's Gerald. Like, among these 50 kids, I'm still Shaft. Shaft. That's kind of iconic. It's like, and but it would be, I would go home and see my town. No one was calling me Shaft anywhere else. It was like, <laughs> I made known. this. You have two identities. Exactly. And it was like uh, easier to keep track of because like right. I was Shaft yeah. at school. But I, I feel like that like weird swing of I better be something else because like just saying like it's not Maximilian, it's Max. Yeah. Like, wasn't going to like get me a handhold. It's hold. not fresh. It's not fresh. It's not giving you edge. But I don't think. I'm not like shaft in like a cool, you know, like that's not actually the energy I carry. Here's the thing though, like Max doesn't move the needle as they say in Hollywood. Shaft moves the needle. I I mean, it's it's funny it's a lesson I didn't even though I'm talking to you about how like maybe I had like a a, a personally hurtful inauthentic experience in high school. It also like it got me on the board in a yeah. way that like would have been maybe a struggle and I should have taken the lesson to heart in in my professional career, I feel like. Do you think if you were Shaft Sylvester, you'd be more successful? <laughs> I've thought about if I'd gone by Maximilian Shaft, that that would have like had a real Shaft a million <laughs> drama to it. You know, like Maximilian. I'm like, that's an interesting name. What about Shaft a million? Yeah, just as a one name, Shaft yeah. a million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that definitely probably would have had to be like the first three minutes of any stand up set. <laughs> like, I don't think you could just be like. And up next, Shaft a million, and then I'm like, the subways are getting pretty dirty, or whatever. Like, I think you'd have to kind of own your Shaft a yeah, million. Talk about Shaft a yeah, yeah, million, yeah, exactly. But maybe it'd be like a carrot top, just like we accept that yeah. this is Shaft carrot top. Yeah, yeah. Just move on. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. I, instead, I was like, I'm polite, and you know, I'm I'm Max Silvestri, and there's just, still time. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Like, life is wild. I want to write like mystery novels, you know, under a pseudonym. Maybe they're just like Shaft, Shaft a Million. Yeah. Shaft a Million. Shaft a Million. <gasps> okay, I'm a huge mystery novel head. Okay, the only books I read. Oh, um, to be honest with almost you, almost exclusively same. And I always think like. Agatha Christie, sure. Stephen King. Yeah. The names are iconic because they're obviously prolific and iconic. Yeah. But it's like those names are almost destined to be – it's like the name suits the uh, category in which they write. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean like, yeah, 100%. So I do feel like Shaft right. would be a really good name to write mystery novels. You like Shaft as the first name, yeah? Okay, because I, I feel like I've I've been I've been trying to direct it no, back to no, no. Okay, I know, I know that you wanted Maximilian Shaft. No. Yeah, no, you're uninterested I'm doing in Shaft that. Shaft Silvestri. Shaft Silvestri. That really tells a complex. That is very like, you know, Cleopatra Jones. Like it's there's really there's something to Shaft Silvestri cultures yeah. melding the the. And by the way, you can have two fully separate careers. You can continue your career as a comedian, as a writer, as, you know, being the The boring, unneedle-moving Max Silvestri. The boring, unneedle-moving flop. (laughs) Okay. And then 
you can have this whole other huge, beautiful life. Wow. <laughs> a shaft. And I like, I would like to create two physical spaces. Like I, yeah. I, I don't know if I could handle a second family, but I would love like a second house that feels like Shaft Manor. Kind Guess of. what? Shaft can have frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> a shaft can have frosted tips and Shaft can have the tail. Oh. Shaft actually needs to show the tail. The so I tail. shaved the sides and the back yeah. of my hair, revealing almost proudly <laughs> yeah. my tail. I mean, there's a world where I highlight that area of hair yeah. just to draw the eye. Yeah. And then I just have yeah. the crispiest tips. Let's fuck around with some pics. Let's like fuck <laughs> around with some, you know. Oh my God. Is that a knock at the door that I hear? Why, yes, it is. We're in the high school guidance counselor's office. Oh my gosh. Do you like how quickly I transitioned there? That was masterful. Thank you. I'm an actor. Yeah. So, um, uh, skills in this, include improvisation. You know, I'm, I will say, I improv makes me very nervous. Really? You know, I was very scarred by my UCB experience. Okay, fair, yeah. I feel like I was always just in those classes with like grumpy 45 year olds, sure. like worked in like IT at NYU, sure. you know, or people that were really into it or people that were like, my boss says it's good for public speaking, Oof, you yeah. know? So, and the value anyway. system there is also like, what's funny is like to be a character who like screams and is a mean boss and like picks up a chair and throw it. Yeah, like I remember one time I was like, I did like an accent or something and they were like, that is not like allowed like because then it's like what's actually funny is it the accent that's funny or is it what you're saying and i'm like well it's kind of yeah it's kind of <laughs> yeah comedy is just funny noises. yeah i'm like i'm not are you laughing <laughs> like what the fuck does it matter anyway um in this section of the pod you get to rectify a wrongdoing of the past you get to say fuck you to someone you get to apologize to someone or you can do both you get to sort of heal the trauma that has been lingering with you for the past you know 22 years well, yeah isn't that crazy that you graduated high school 22 years ago? You could have yes. a son. You could have a 22-year-old son. Because famously, you're only allowed to have kids when you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the likelihood that I would have a child born when I was 18, I almost can mathematically Guarantee. tell you that. No. Um, maybe that could have a 21-year-old son. Um, I'm doing the math right now. I, you know, I, so I almost got kicked out of high school, <gasps> which doesn't, jibe with like most like I wasn't partying in high school I was it, like terrified of getting in trouble that was shaft that came out it was yeah it was the shaft that feels entitled to, to yeah. more than um he has and maybe it was like being surrounded by all the entitlement or whatever it was but I it was like it was a small thing and kids were constantly getting like caught like doing like dark stuff, mm. like partying and like leaving campus in a way that was like dangerous and like but they would these rich kids would get like a week suspension. Right. And a lot of times they wouldn't even go home. So it's like, what? They're, They're like, like in their dorm. At a teacher's house or what what is this? Um <laughs> we had like this big kind of like student center in the middle of the like school that um because so many kids were like living there but lived like across the street or like a 10 minute walk away, there was like cubbies everywhere. Not lockers, cubbies. It like was sort open... of open squares, yeah. like what you would like you know, store your shoes on at Pilates. Right. Like kind of a like this like, is- Like put your backpack in Yeah, it's cozy, but there's all friends here. Yeah. And someone, there was sort of like people just like your shit would get messed with all the time. And as like a day student, I didn't have like 
all my stuff had to go in cubbies. You know, like I'd come in with like a coat and right. like sports stuff and everything. And it was like always just jammed in some one weird area. Somebody took my math book and I just like couldn't find it. So I did the right thing, which is I took um, another girl's book and was just had that in my cubby. Just was like, I don't care. I That girl's weird or whatever. <laughs> she stole it back. Okay. I stole it again, crossed out her name big time. Yeah. Like in a, and not even in a like, let's make it seem like my name wasn't written there. Like truly like, like markered zoomy, zoomy, zoomy. and then like wrote my own name. Wasn't even like who knows whose book this is. Like I wrote my own name while hers was like covered over with marker. She found it again, took it to like the dean or whatever. And it became this like honesty code violation, which was like some like tenet that apparently was very important to them. And all of this was bad, but it became like bigger than even like kids that were like doing hard drugs and like getting into dark stuff where like they, there was like a student disciplinary council meeting that I was not involved with because they just would like meet once a week or something. Apparently they voted to at first kick me out, which is like, I don't, I think somehow it became some sort of like potato, hot potato of like, what are our policies of like, whatever. They then were like, okay, you have a two week suspension. My dad who like, you know, was like, pay like spending his retirement on this like insane thing which is like what is this place with all the like he was pissed at me and like I was terrified but he like went in and I think screamed at the dean so hard that they were like well actually we think that like you're right that it's been our fault that we like don't have a place for you to store your stuff and that your stuff's getting stolen and so like I think I like maybe had to like volunteer for a week at the like our library at the school and like talk to them about where lockers should go for day students. He weirdly like yelled at them and stepped up for me so much that they were like, we're sorry. Yeah, that they like they ended up apologizing. Yes, but I never apologized to that girl. And I feel like I just truly did treat her poorly. I think her name was Laura because I like, she was a year older and I thought she was, I was dismissive of her mm. and and she was sort of like a, Actually, there's nothing to say about like why I, I just was kind of like, mm, you know, and yeah. and did it. And I, I feel I still feel bad because I kind of ended up getting the winning side of it where it was like, I can't believe they this crazy two weeks. Okay, and but then you like, know what? that falls. I talk about this a lot on this podcast. Private schools have the most asinine rules yes. where like you can genuinely we talked about this on the episode with Jill recently. My one of my dear friends, Patrick, who we went to high school together, you know, Patrick almost got kicked out of my our high school in DC because he <laughs> he orchestrated kind of like an anti-establishment sit-in <laughs> wow, at the library. That's... To extend our library hours. He wanted more time in the <laughs> library. Because, like, we had a bunch That's of hours. That's such, like, 1950s boarding school novel. Yeah. You know, like, you hear what Douglas is doing? Well, you know, like, like, he's going to get us all bigger pencils. It was, it was yeah. that. It was, like, Incredible. our library was open until 7, and then they decided that they wanted to close it at 5. And Patrick <laughs> was like, no. Like, I need to be in this library until 7. Because, like, my our, people's parents worked. Some kids, like, really had to stay there or whatever. And, um, yeah, they almost kicked him out. And they almost also, they threatened him with a copyright infringement lawsuit. (laughs) 
But there were Wait, kids. Wait, for what was he? Because he, he put. Like he made a he, sign that no, copied their intellectual property? he made a Facebook property? group. Incredible. Where he took like the librarian's photographs from our high school website. And the high school was like, that's actually stolen imagery that you were like soliciting on another website. And it could be a copyright infringement. That's not true. It was like a scare tactic. But like, anyway, all to say there were kids that were like caught blowing coke and getting DUIs and like being truly awful, menacing teens that would get slaps on the wrist. But then to do something like you steal a book and you are potentially going to get kicked out of school, it's fucking crazy. It's the same way that like... I swear some of these private schools would – I'm not going to say that because I think it's a little bit too incendiary for me to say on the pod, a little too controversial. I'll say it off line. Okay. But I do think that some schools would be would rather kids like do crazy drugs than like plagiarize. Yeah. Yeah, which is like – I. I guess I believe in like drug freedoms and it's like I, I, now as an older person, I'm like, sure, I – but that's crazy. It's absolutely – this just also the, this reminds me of the other drama that like defines how actually I wasn't as close with everyone I thought, which is I kind of thought I was still close with everybody, but living my own life at home is like junior year. I come into school one day, think maybe I was finally driving. I walk in and it's like there's nobody in any of the buildings, mm. and it's like the whole campus is in the like indoor soccer field. And I was like, what? Like what's going on? And they're like, you can't go through the front of the school. A, a student that had graduated, and I'm changing the name of what was a student that had graduated because of some love triangle shit that I didn't even know with like who I thought was one of my best friends, snuck into the campus in the middle of the night in the giant green that all the buildings looked down on that was like the main quad of the school with gasoline, wrote the last name of a, I'll, I'll make one up, Landis is gay and set it on fire. And he was like this kid, Landis, was like one of my best friends. And I didn't realize that like this graduated kid was like had been dating his girlfriend, but they were now to, like all this stuff was unknown to me. And it, like got to a fever pitch where they like, I mean, it was he the kid was not gay, but it was a hate crime. It was like someone in giant 20 foot wide long letters like burned this message on such it was like flames in the quad that everybody's rooms looked out on. And That's like so scary. He was like a college freshman, like that drove back to do this to a high school junior. <laughs> like insane. But I like didn't know any about like the dating stuff. I didn't know what was going on. I walked in, they were interviewing kids and giving them like the, you know, uh uh big little lies, like separating them treatment and being like, so what do you know about like when they were like taking fingerprints to the fire alarm and that's how they ended up catching the kid because he pulled the fire alarm on his way out. Like insane stuff that I just was like, I had no idea any of this was going on. I thought everybody just like Yeah, I thought was we were watching all just CSI like, or whatever. Yeah, I thought and we were like, all listening to like our little music. Yeah, like making mixtapes for I thought like we were all getting into Clapton. <laughs> Not and happening. now here we are. Is this why nobody was on AIM or whatever yeah. at you know ten thirty PM? But oh it was my crazy. God. Yeah. Tevi, the stories we're getting today. Um, do we have a classmates corner? Hell yeah. Wow, I'm my mind, I'm like a I'm sorry, I forgot blown. about that one. I was like, oh, that's such a <laughs> such a big one. Um, 
okay. Well, that's the kind of shit that like you see in high school shows and high school movies and whatever. And so many people think it's like not believable. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, that actually happened at my school, but it was actually worse somehow. Yeah. Also, talk, you have a you have a creative mind coming up with the name Landis. <laughs> I will okay? say I thought about it an hour. Like before I got here where I was like, oh, if I do talk about that story, I had forgotten until right now. But I was like, I really. So that's a very believable It fake needs to last be like name. kind of a boarding school last name. Yeah. It's like needs to be a little like yeah. there's a little bit of shine yeah. on it in like a New England preppy way. So Love thank that. you. Thank you for noticing. Love yeah. that. I could never. Heavy. Um, sure. So this is from Shelby. She says, hi, Greta. I've been listening to the pod since the very beginning. I've wanted to thank write you, in. And give a hearty fuck you to many people from my high school since you started Classmates Corner, but it wasn't until I heard the Jamie Loftus episode where she described the mystery of the watermelon on her lawn that I was reminded of the perfect F.U. moment from high school. I want to tell the story about the mystery person who tried but failed to carve bitch into my grandmother's 1998 Pontiac Grand Prix that I inherited. Not the Grand Prix. (laughs) I have no idea who exactly carved B-I-T-C and half an H (laughs) into the hood of my car, but the running theories are suspect one, my younger brother, who was 12 at the time. This theory is because the carve work is kind of shoddy, but he was getting the car in a few years when I got my own, so I didn't think he would vandalize a car that would be coming to him. Suspect two is the younger brother of a girl I didn't get along with in high school. By this time, his sister had graduated, but he carried her fury for me like a torch throughout freshman year. We had words many times, and he even made a public display of trying to get people to vote against me for the position of drama club president, which uh, was everything I had worked up to to that point. Suspect three is a guy friend I had a falling out with because he had a crush on me that wasn't reciprocated. Mm. I found out he had told numerous people that we dated and did things like showered together at his house, which is absolutely untrue. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but like that's such a dumb high school lie. (laughs) It's truly like all I know about sex is I've seen like wild things yeah. on cable. Like, yeah, we're always like just showering. showering. I'll walk into the shower when she's already there and I kind of like come up to her from behind. You know, sex stuff. Like normal human eroticism. <laughs> after after he got into a comment war with my boyfriend on Facebook while I was sleeping one night, I told him to leave me alone, blocked him on all socials and broke ties with him. Anyway, fuck you to all those people and more. My parents refused to get that old car fixed Anyway, so I drove around with a car that said B-I-T-C and half an H on the hood for all the way through college. (laughs) Thanks for making my Thursday so much better. I found you through the Lost Culturistas universe, and I'm obsessed with this show and your Instagram. Stay cool. Never change. Shelby. Oh, thank you, Shelby. Wow. Really laid out the case. (laughs) Also... The showering is very funny. I'm sorry. That's like such a funny, dumb boy lie. Um, I don't, you know, your parents making you drive the car with bitch. Don't, gotta say, don't love that. No, but also I like, no one's entitled to get anybody's car. Mm -mm. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to get a job, pay for... (laughs) $35 of paint to cover BIT. Like this idea of like, and my cheap bitch parents wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't take off this thing on the free I'm car siding, I was I'm giving. siding with Shelby on this one. <laughs> okay. I agree. Your parents should fucking pay. 
Yeah, your your parents brought you onto this earth, girl. Okay, and they should pay to get that fucking B I T C H half H. Also, I love that you're saying fuck you to your brother. Yeah. Wow. Like. Really, all male suspects here. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Welcome to the show. (laughs) You know, it's men. There are only bad men. I mean, I don't. You know, I realized as I was like telling the story and answering your question of like, oh, I like, I was non-romantic in high school, and I kind of like got meaner to fit in, and I (laughs) like there is kind of insult vibes. It is for I never. I was like, oh, there's a way to read this of like I was just kind of like. I don't fit in and I'm like, I like reading books and I don't, these mean And graphic are... novels. And then I had a whole entire online platform where I was posting on yeah. forums. <laughs> um, yeah, totally a way to read it is just like, had things not broken different, you know, freshman year of college that there could have been real violence uh, unleashed <laughs> on the world. Like, thank God. One, there was not a platform that I could find people that were like, Brother, these women don't understand what you what you have to offer. You know, like there wasn't an organizing ethos. You know, like it kind of was just like, oh, I'm like weird, and there's like sex and books. I'm sure that'll happen for me later. But uh, had anyone been like, I got to link you to a a channel that I think will really crack you wide open. I also love that you think the language is brother. These women don't understand (laughs) you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like Matthew McConaughey with like one foot up on a pew or whatever, being like, you you found your home, brother. what they're like at all, yeah. <laughs> well, Shelby, I say fuck you to all of them, and I say a big fuck you, especially to um, the guy who lied that he fucked you. I, I give a big fuck you to suspect number three. Yeah, he's just desperate and horny. I, were you very horny in high school, or no? Incredibly, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it, it like dominated my thoughts and the like um, hunt to like in that era of the internet. Yeah, find pornography like just from a pure um bandwidth perspective there was not it was not that's how you were calling yeah i was like (laughs) jacked into my fucking urethra today um you're like the dial-up ink cut in the cake uh um but i i truly i went through a phase where i was like really into like fan fan i don't fans not the word but like user written text Mm. erotica like just because I was like I I there's I can't even download videos right. in any way that so you'd like be reading stories reading like reading like truly and this is not like reading like Fifty Shades like bodice rippers this was right. truly like a a weirdo like me writing just like you know and then like, the girl from school like looked at me and like you know and took out her huge. Bosoms. You know, I snapped my fingers and used my powers and all yeah. her clothes flew off. Yeah, it was like the, that kind of... the buttons of her shirt snapped open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And her tits were throbbing. <laughs> yeah. And also just using descriptors that like aren't apt, being like they were rock hard and throbbing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like her nipples were as long as my arm and it was like <laughs> the most normal thing I'd ever seen. Um her but, nipples wrapped around my <laughs> neck. <laughs> like the tendrils of poison ivy, the character from Batman, which you also know. Like, oh, shit, that's connecting with me. Um, no, but I was probably also reading, like, Mulder and Scully, like, mm. weird, like, erotic fan fiction. Love and, like, that. you know, you can find a lot of stuff that mix characters from different universes. We love <laughs> yeah. that. And, I mean, maybe that's when I fell in love with writing, where I was like, are you saying I can create <laughs> Anything? any scenario I want and they'll just do it? <laughs> From the mind yeah. of Shaft yeah. comes Landis. <laughs> okay, so you know how on Friends on TV, yeah. they don't 
constantly fucking suck each other. Well, <laughs> yeah. Wait until you see. Clickety clickety clack 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 clack. Yes. I'm typing. Um, You're like, what happens when friends and Fraser meet? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, even as like an adult, like when I worked on like an like animated shows where we wouldn't work super closely with the artists, but they would like sometimes like a Christmas gag or whatever, be like, oh, here's a funny like shirtless pic of like this character and he's like ripped like happy holidays and I, I truly would be like they can just draw these guys yeah they're like they're it's so easy for them to I mean, just I've draw. fucked around with anime porn yeah but imagine if you can make that yeah you well, could just be like I, the I, artist I know that's like incredible Patty Harrison can make that right right We when we worked together she, yeah. she was not very erotic what she was making in the room no. it was more like a M&M's spreading their asshole yeah. so wide and which, more M&M's falling out. Which could be yeah, erotic. Yeah, maybe someone's thinking, you're right. You uh, know? Why should I like try to create let's a- Let's not shame. A normalized, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, let's 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 not <laughs> shame anyone. Okay, you want us to wrap it up. Okay. Tevi bullying me wow. every fucking day. <laughs> I thought we were done with that. It no, yeah, Tevi likes to make school. this a high school environment. <laughs> uh, you know, she calls me a slut whenever we're done. She's like, she's like, you dumb fucking slut. <laughs> Great one, She's pig. Like, kidding. Stupid bitch, slut, whore. <laughs> Going sucking off your husband later. <laughs> Little cum guzzling pig, bitch. I know what you call me. Um, if you could go back in time, <laughs> if you could go back in time and give your high school self advice, what would it be? This is gonna really sound like cheese ball. Like no, that it's I don't. Supposed it's supposed to be. Felt, but I. I wish I could go back and tell myself, like, be kinder and you'll still, like, be cool. Like, I, I don't I don't wish I was just like, why was I nice and like everyone? I still, like, I enjoy how bullying. discerning I am. Not bullying. <laughs> but I enjoy that I, like, don't like a lot of people and I don't yeah. think those people are deserving of, like, my energy. But <laughs> I feel like you can have that mm -hmm. while still bringing curiosity and yeah. kindness and you don't need to project it to get people to like you. That's lovely. So I wish I just buried more of the darkness inside. Yeah, perhaps what you're saying is you can still hate all those people, just be nicer up front. Yes, it's a lesson I learned from LA. Just yeah. more hate, but put out positivity. Positivity. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. In a way that you never know who might help you. It's like, um, you know, when an avocado can look really yummy and then you cut it open and it's rotted yes. inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, a a two ninety nine organic avocado yes. that's just like an Instacart shopper has yep. picked me up yep. and it's you planned your whole dinner yep. around it excited and it, you're like oh my god I'm gonna make this and just it is it smells when you open stinky. it stinky stinky <laughs> <laughs> um did you you did go to prom we know yes what did you wear I rented a tuxedo mm -hmm. with like a with cummerbund cummerbund and the whole thing. My date looked great. Um, Did you match? Was that a thing? I think we talked about it through mm -hmm. the like. I found out what I think she wore black and white as well, like oh, in a different easy. way. Um, and we like. I think I asked about the color to get like a little um, corsage or whatever. Did for you guys her. get drunk? No, no. That's the thing. So. I, and I, she, oh, yeah, you, you she was drink. seeing someone. She, and I, I mean, she, I think, did. I just was said goodbye to her after the dance. And then there was like a party <laughs> an hour prom? away. Yeah. And you went. I went. Yeah. And I, that was the thing. I like didn't invite her because I was like, you know, she had a yeah. guy she was seeing. And 
she like lived on campus and did I had you, graduated. Did you smoke cigarettes at all in high school or dip? No. Tobacco free? I was tobacco I was so terrified of getting and I started I started smoking and everything my freshman year of college. But yeah. I was so terrified of my father who was older and Italian. Love that. Destroying me. I love that. Yeah. But I like couldn't weirdly do the like Yeah, the dip pack. The dip snap. thing, but never have packed that- dip. Was very triggering for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was very. You really sent me back, and woo, scary. Um, that noise. I know it's it's a dark one. I don't even like where it brings me. You should make a video and just be like, "Remember this?" And that just should just be that. What if it's I just do ASMR videos where I stare at the camera? People would. You would get people whacking it to that. <laughs> You really would. Close your eyes is what it sounds like. People, uh, yeah, sounds like a little fap. <laughs> um, wow. Well, but this is this is a stunning episode. And the last question is, what was your senior superlative? But we know I didn't. We didn't, didn't do them. You didn't do them, and that's that's typical of. I don't. I don't think they're they're not very common. I don't think in the in the BSU, which is boarding school universe. Yeah, I. I, I... We didn't have class rankings either. We didn't have like like that kind of traditional end of yeah. high school experience that I feel like I consumed via media. And like yeah, we, we weren't getting it. You know, it wasn't like we didn't have. I like got to put quotes. Like we got to design our own yearbook pages. Well, what was your quote? I didn't have one. I like put pictures of friends. Yeah. In like a kind of like did a comp like made my own layout. Everyone else's was like so like ugly and just sort of like here are these three photos. Like didn't care. You brought artistry. You made kind a of, but it was like Simpsons quotes underneath mm, different friends' good. names. But they weren't even that. Like if I were to look at the friends mm-hmm. that were on the page, it was it's like I wasn't on all their pages. Yeah, I, I was really losing the thread and and sort of checked out my senior Aww. year. I was ready for college. Yeah, I was you ready to go. like get out. Um, but. I was voted valedictorian, so I gave a speech. Whoa. Yeah. Valedictorian's huge. I was pretty psyched. It, like, really redeemed. Were you the, the – doesn't that also mean that you're, like, best in your class? That's the thing. We didn't have that. Right, the so rankings. They, they, did, so they, just... didn't, they didn't, like, give it to any – so it was kind of like who – basically who wants to give a speech. And, you know, there was a few people that, what like, put their the hands up. What was the thesis of your speech? It was, like – you know, to be honest, it was like kind of my like comedy coming out, and that I was like, mm. re- like sort of wrote like a very funny speech that was just. I mean, the thesis was like, just do whatever you want to, kind like whatever. It was yeah. like some sort of remix of the school's motto to be like, be free and chase yeah. whatever. But it was like filled with bits, and it was very probably like, you know, Daily Show Colbert mm. like comedy inspired. Yeah. But it was like, like it kind of crushed, yeah. and that was the first time I'd really like. That was the time. That was the, that was the day you saw the spark. I saw, and I a teacher I didn't like came up to me after and was like, "You could write for Seinfeld one day, <gasps> a show that had been off the air for t- <laughs> two and a half years." But I was like, "Are you saying I could write for the comedian Seinfeld? Like, why not just be a comedian? Like, it was yeah. such a weird, like you managed endorsement. Yeah, never. Yeah, you can write for someone else who can. Yeah, and I bet you could like mail them jokes yeah. and they would like send you a check or whatever. And I was like, so like, I could write for. Fuck you. That's um, very funny. Yeah. And now here we are. Here we are. Fortuitous. And I now write jokes for Chris Rock. And there you go. Yeah, all the new stuff. That's all me. Wow. No, no, no. He does have say, writers. I, I just. I was going to say. I mean, I could. You could. <laughs> yeah, you I know, know. I could. It's like, what? What a weird. 
half bit to do. No, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. I'd love to write jokes for Jerry Seinfeld. Chris, That's if you're lovely. listening, Jerry, yeah. we're here. Reach out. Yeah. You know, I would be the right person. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. Max, thank you so much for coming on my show. Do you feel like you know me better now? I really do. Okay. Oh, th- my, my last question was, was I right about your car? I no, I was not. I've never had an SUV. I had a hand-me-down, cutlass, like Sierra Oldsmobile. I had cool. like a real like dad car. Um, what color? Like the, champagne. It, like champagne mixed with mud. Like this Love kind of like maroony brown sort of like disgusting clay <laughs> for real. And it had like I think it had like dark brown interior. Like it was just like such. Yeah, such a 70s cop. It feels like it should be going over a small hill in San Francisco and like landing and like Love blowing that. out the wheel axis. Um, but I didn't have it till senior year. I got like driven to school like way late. I was like nervous about my license test. So I was not even like a neurotic. I don't. Was I neurotic? Maybe. I don't. To be nervous about your license test? No, Most I like people are failed like, it I once. need this. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I like failed it once and then kind of like got in my head and was like, I don't want to do it again. I don't care. You know, mm. but that's lame. Cars are great. What sort of car did you have? Oh, I just drove. I didn't have my own car. I just drove whatever car between my parents was available. Right. And my first car was the first when they reintroduced the Mini Cooper. Wow, yeah. I drove a Mini Cooper. Wow, that is really, that actually, I can really see that picture. I can see you in like a. Brand new re-release Mini Cooper. Yep, it was British like... Racing Green, soft oh. top convertible. I wow. used to hotbox the shit out of it. That is badass. And then I would, you know, open up the top, and it was so easy because oh you could God. just get so high. It's such a statement car too. Like it, it was. feels like it goes with the both furthers the brand and fits in with it. Wow. And then I was, you know, a classic spoiled private school girl. And uh, would occasionally drive a BMW X3, the smaller one, you know. Fantastic. Navy. Of course. Yeah, I can picture tan it. Tan interior. <laughs> oh, wow. I you still, know. I'm 40 years old. I would love to have a car with a tan interior. Like, really I, I just got one uh, for myself now. The car that I have now, tan interior. Nothing more luxe than a tan interior. It really, it, it feels like you're in like a, like a Jaguar in like a 70s. Jaguar. Like, Jaguar. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, you know what? Always things to look yes, forward exactly, to. Yes, exactly, yeah. And now with your new career as Shaft, I think you're going to get that tan into your car. I'm going to write some really perverted detective novels. You one really a year, should. And they're going to like be big on Kindle. No, you and I'm really gonna have, like, should. And weird fan base. That's like how you make the cake. Maybe I'll like do like kind of like mind control erotica like I was into. In I'm literally not. Year. Like I'm actually not joking. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. It was so confusing when I use my real last name when I'm Shaft Silvestri. <laughs> People are like, is that a different? No, but he'd be like my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read them. They're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. Dumb. They're dumb, you should but... start plugging them. Be like, this is my cousin's book. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. <laughs> Max, where can all my little uh, listeners here follow you and see you and you know intake more of you? I love that. I'm I'm on Max Silvestri on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I would love it if people could check out past my bedtime. It's a scripted Audible original I wrote with my wife Leah Beckman. And I believe. Are there friends of ours in that? So many. A bunch. Yes. It's huh, ours, so like, many. A bunch. And yet. <laughs> not that many. Not, yeah. And yet, not me. So kind of weird how that works. Um, hmm, 
I'm kidding. Uh, if you knew what the money was, you, you, you wouldn't be regretting it. Um, a waste of time is how you might define no. uh, the two hours to record. But it's like David Harbour and Whoopi Goldberg and Jenny Slate, Zach Galifianakis, and lots of yeah. Lots so of all other... my friends, I was talking about yeah, Whoopi yeah. and David. and then also your friends, um, yeah. Mitra's in it. Mitra's yep. um... in it. <laughs> I'm like, who? Yeah, you know, so you know everybody. Is Bowen in it? Bowen's not in it. Carmen Christopher's Carmen's in it. Carmen's in it. He's your buddy. Love sweet Carm. Okay. Yeah, lots of folks. I love name dropping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the cast list has so many fun people Gorgeous. that you probably hung out with. I've yeah. been on this podcast. I I will say, did meet Whoopi Goldberg with Matt and Bowen in uh, the Bahamas for oh my, my the Lost Culturistas fan. I did meet her, and it was iconic. Wow. I, I remember via social media that trip. Yep. Incredible. Yep, yep. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Please only give me positive reviews. I only like positive reviews. If you give me a negative review, you are wasting your time. And that's on you, not me. Um, as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>